from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Fires the ball into the front court to Bonner. Looks like TCU's going to back off. TCU's not going to harass or foul. Bears have a hard-earned win over TCU, playing very shorthanded today. The Bears find a way to sweep the season series over TCU, winning today in the Farrell Center. Final margin is 10 points. Baylor 72, TCU 62. You know, John, with just the challenges that the Bears had before the game started, I don't know that I expected a game that was this efficient. 17 assists on 24 made field goals. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. I think I'll start out by saying uh, they might be too tired to talk, uh, <laughs> but uh, really, really proud of uh, uh, the crowd, the effort. I thought uh, um, obviously shorthanded without LJ and without uh, uh, Adam. Um, I thought everybody really uh, stepped up, and we had a nice uh, uh, six-man rotation going right there. And Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Facing to the front court, outlet pass ahead to Sarah Andrews, who drives in and scoops it in with the right hand. She drove right baseline and finished. Sarah Andrews now with 12 points, one of three Bears in double figures. We just got to keep competing. I mean, it's it's our goal is to go one and zero. You know, we're we're back in control of our own destiny. You know, and 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 I know there was a stat like maybe um, when we played Wednesday night that. A month ago from that day, I think it was like February 16th to from January 16th to February 16th, we went from last to first, um, starting 0-2, and, and we did that by going 1-0. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Monday coming to you today from Stillwater, Oklahoma. Baylor and Oklahoma State comes up tonight. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Men's basketball with the win, the 10-point win over TCU on Saturday. And Coach Scott Drew talking about uh, how shorthanded the Bears were but found a way to win. And now that will be put to uh, an even more severe test on the road tonight here in Stillwater, against the Cowboys. Women's cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Baylor women win big over TCU on Saturday. They, in fact, are headed to uh, Stillwater to play Oklahoma State on Wednesday this week. So it's Baylor versus Oklahoma State twice, men's and women's, over three days. Welcome in. Glad you're with us on this Monday afternoon. We'll talk about the uh, matchup tonight. We will preview it with John Holcomb, the outstanding color analyst for Oklahoma State, football and basketball. Also check in at Baylor Ballpark, our regular Monday uh, check on Baylor baseball, and uh, do that with John Strauss, Baylor pitching coach, coming off a rough weekend for the Bears season opening series. They uh, were swept by Maryland this past weekend, lost all three games. So all of that and more coming up in the hour. We're glad you're with us. Aaron, uh, how you doing and how was your weekend? 
All right, we'll check back with Aaron in just a moment. But again, uh, we're glad uh, you're with us, Baylor and Oakland. There we go. Yeah. Hey, how was your weekend? Good, good. For some reason, my mic was acting funny. Still yeah, is, okay. but um, I'm here. It was a good weekend. It was <laughs> um, the uh, men and the women both won. Uh, I, I was correct in all my predictions. I also predicted Tech would beat Texas on the road, which they did. So yes, you did. That. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah it was a good weekend. Uh, you know. Baylor baseball off to a, a slow start, but, you know, it's early in the season, and that was a good opponent. And uh, Baylor softball playing a very good team. You know, took one out of three. So uh, we'll see how the rest of the season progresses for both of them. But it was, it was a nice weekend weather-wise and sports-wise. Yeah, it really was. I know a lot of people uh, took advantage of everything going on Saturday, the Baylor uh, gold rewards weekend, and uh, they came to the men's game at 11 a.m., went over, caught a little softball, you know, Baylor versus Oregon. After that, caught a little baseball. So there was no shortage of home Baylor athletic events this weekend. And some people I know tried to uh, touch as many bases as they could, which is fun when you've got that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, with so much going on, if you've got the day off, you know, <laughs> There were so right. there were so many different sporting events to see. It would have been fun to kind of see how many you could squeeze in on Saturday and Sunday. True, and a good weather day. You know, Saturday was really nice weather-wise. So nice to be able to go outside and enjoy some softball and baseball. All right, uh, let's talk about um, – uh, let's uh, kind of touch all the bases ourselves here in the first segment. Softball played Oregon, 12th-ranked Oregon over the weekend. Doubleheader Friday, single game Saturday. Won the first game of the weekend, three to nothing, and that was a uh, a four hit shutout by P Baylor pitcher Dari Orm. She's one of the newcomers on the roster this year, and we had heard about her. We had heard you know reports of her touching seventy four miles an hour on the radar gun, which translated would be over a hundred miles an hour, seventy. 70 miles an hour um, translates to about six, uh, 100 miles an hour in baseball. So 74 is well over 100. But, man, she was good. She was really good. Threw hard, very much in control over a good team, you know, in Oregon. So that was a great way to start that series. Uh, unfortunately, from there, Oregon got their bats going and uh, won the second game on Friday and then won the series finale on Saturday, although Baylor rallied to tie the game. It was a tie game, I think, 4-4 uh, after six innings, and Oregon kind of blew it open in the top of the seventh and won. But good weekend, first home games of the year for Glenn Moore and Baylor softball, and facing a good opponent. You know, he said he would uh, want to challenge this team and definitely did that against the uh, University of Oregon over the weekend. Um, what else, baseball? And we'll talk to John Strauss coming up next segment. Drop three straight to Maryland. And Maryland, Aaron, to me, seemed like uh, Maryland seemed like the team that was, uh, you know, had been outside practicing and had, you know, was acclimated, ready to start the season. Not that Baylor wasn't, but my thought was, here's a team coming from Maryland. You know, have they even had any practices outdoors? You know, sometimes that happens. Uh, but boy, they look good and they turned on the power yesterday. Four home runs by two different guys yesterday for Maryland to uh, complete the sweep of the weekend. Yeah, I mean, they they played well all three games. They had good pitching and good hitting all three games. And when you do that, you're going to win 
a lot of games, if not most games, which they did. You know, they got the sweep. Yeah, Baylor had uh, some errors that did not help their cause yesterday. So uh, that led to the uh, sweep by Maryland over Baylor baseball. Bears back in action tomorrow night at home against Houston Baptist. Then they'll host Duke, a three-game series coming up this weekend. Uh, part of the uh, seven-game uh, season-opening homestand for Baylor uh, baseball. In men's tennis, uh, they're way out west. They're in Seattle playing the ITA National Indoors. They beat uh, Ole Miss to start. Baylor number three in the nation beat 15th-ranked Ole Miss. Their first match out there beat them 4-1. to one. That was on, I think that was on Friday. And then on Saturday, Baylor number three beat 10th-ranked Kentucky 4-3. Good win there. But then fell to uh, number two, Tennessee, uh, yesterday, 4-2. to two. So Baylor, the number three team in the nation, uh, you know, even a tight match there, losing to number two, Tennessee, to be knocked out of the ITA National Indoor. Still a great weekend for uh, uh, Michael Woodson and Baylor men's tennis. And uh, women's tennis uh, had a win over SMU on Friday and a win over Mississippi State uh, yesterday, two home victories for Joyce Gravano and Baylor women's tennis. All right, uh, that is, uh, and then basketball, we'll talk more about it. But the uh, women, as we said, won in Fort Worth over TCU. Aaron, they've won six in a row now. They've won 11 of their last 12. So they are playing really, really good basketball here down the stretch. Yeah, I believe somebody early in the season was telling everybody to calm down that they'd be okay. And, you know, (laughs) once they got more used to the new system with the talent they had on the team, even though they don't have a ton of depth, they would still be one of the better teams in the country. Yeah, that's, who was that? I don't somebody, know, but that guy knows what he's yeah. talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy's a genius. He's a stinking genius. That's right. And that, that's proved to be what it was, you know, after starting 0-2. <laughs> Something about a road clock being right twice a day, I think. But that was one of the two times. <laughs> but really, I no, mean, you, you could wrong. see it. I mean, you know, they the, the threes weren't falling as they were adjusting to the new system, and you knew that that eventually that would happen, and it has. And now that they've got they've got it down pretty well, that inside-out game. And we talked about it Friday, but when you've got Queen Egbo and Alyssa Smith in the post and you've got those three-point shooters, it's kind of a pick-your-poison. And when it's really rolling, it doesn't matter which poison you pick, they're still going to be able to score on you. It's tough to defend that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. So they are playing really, really well. And as we said, uh, on the road at Stillwater at Oklahoma State on Wednesday, home versus Kansas on Saturday afternoon. Mention also Equestrian won on Friday, beat South Carolina in their uh, home finale for the season, 13-5, to the final score there. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll check in at Baylor Ballpark. like to do that on Mondays. Coming out of this weekend, John Strauss will join us, Baylor pitching coach, And we'll look at the weekend and look ahead at the week ahead for Baylor baseball. We've got that when we come back, off and running, live from Stillwater. John Morris Show, brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Increasing clouds and breezy conditions this evening with a 30% chance of showers and storms overnight. We drop to 63 degrees. Tomorrow, clearing skies, another mild day, 83. And a strong cold front moves through early on Wednesday. Mostly cloudy skies with a 40% chance of rain and highs only in the upper 30s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us March 3rd live from Rudy's and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. 54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed and moved the docket this past year, ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted, receives swift and proper punishment. Early voting has started. Please vote and keep Judge Kelly. Political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from McLennan County Judge Campaign. Bring on the bragging rights. Watch the PGA Tour's best golfers compete head-to-head, shot-for-shot. Are you kidding me? 112 matches, 64 players, one champion. WGC Dell Technologies Match Play, March 23rd through 27th at Austin Country Club. Tickets on sale now at dellmatchplay.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. NBA All-Star Game yesterday saw Team LeBron beat Team Durant 163 to 160. Steph Curry was the game's MVP. Major League Baseball has delayed the start of spring training to at least March the 5th. The two sides are meeting in person today. The Rangers, with a good sign, sent the front office to Arizona yesterday. Number seven Baylor women run the win streak to seven, beating TCU 78 to 59. The Bears will have two road games this week, starting Wednesday at Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. Baylor baseball got swept by Maryland over the weekend. The Bears will host Houston Baptist tomorrow. Big Monday tonight has Baylor at Oklahoma State. Tip is at 8 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Also in the Big 12, West Virginia is at TCU with a 6 o'clock tip off tonight. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. 
listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our weekly check on Baylor baseball. Here's J-Mo with assistant coach John Strauss. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon. We're brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton, attempting to uh, make contact with Coach John Strauss, Baylor pitching coach, and we've got him now. Appreciate that, Aaron. Thanks for making that work. And Coach, I appreciate you being on with us. How are you today? I'm great, J-Mo. How you doing? That's good. <laughs> Sounded very convincing that you're great. Rough, rough, rough opening weekend. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us what you ran into in Maryland. My thought was going into the series. Here's a team from you know up north, and maybe they hadn't had much good weather to get outside. But man, they seemed like they were raring to go. Yeah, that's what you're hoping. You're hoping for any advantage. Um, they're a very good team. Number one, they're a team that's been to a regional four straight years, so they're, they're no pushover. They played better than we did, bottom line. They pitched better. They played better defense. They swung the bat better, um, and that's why they won. Hmm. What did you, uh, you learn about your team you know, this weekend that maybe you didn't know going into the weekend? Yeah, I mean, we all thought we were going to play better. Um, that's probably work lots of time on and work. Um, things that we preach, throwing strike one, actually didn't happen. And, and that's a staple of what we – that was kind of disappointing that, that we could do. How do you feel about uh, your pitchers overall this weekend? Uh, Friday and Sunday starters, Tyler and Jake, I thought did a great job giving us a chance to win. Um, you know, they're – they're a little limited early in the year as far as pitch count. So, you know, they came out a little earlier than they, they gave us a chance. A uh, couple guys out of the bullpen. I, I really liked Anderson Needham, a kid that's coming back from Tommy John that's been with us for a while. I thought he was he was really good in, in two different stints this weekend. And, you know, I think everybody's excited to see Will, Rig, uh, Will Rigney on the mound. Uh, we've been waiting a long time. And after his first pitch, um, it, it was pretty special uh, for the – the next six outs he threw last night. Yeah, uh, first pitch got parked over the left field wall, but other than that, it sure was great to see him out there. I know you guys have been excited to get him back on the mound. I, I just all the work he's put in, um, the disappointments, and being injured. No one works harder than him. No one prepares more than him to get out there. He just really wants to be a, a contributing part of our program. You know, he's got the history with his dad playing. Uh, Charlie playing at, at Baylor, and he, he just wants to help us, and I think um, I think he's going to be able to help us finally. Yeah, very cool. How, yeah, how about uh, how about that catch that Kyle Nevin made <laughs> against the wall, kind of going over the wall? How'd that how'd that look to you from your vantage point? Well, when it was off the bat, I thought it was gone. Um, you know, Kyle has become a really good outfielder. He is just also really long and. and and he can get over the wall, and you know, it was a great moment in the game. It kind of 
gave us a little breath of, of air, but uh, you know, weren't able to capitalize it. But you know, Nevin, I'm not surprised. We see him make plays like that every day. He, he, he plays hard. He shags hard during batting practice. Um, he's prepared to make that play and you know, got an opportunity in the game. Yeah, that was uh, that was, honestly for me that was the best play I saw all weekend defensively. Oh, I didn't I see one even close to being that good. Yeah, no, no that, that was, was great. Best, best and I play. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't have the stats, the notes in front of me, but hitting wise, uh, who uh, I know, Court Castle got a couple of starts in there. It was good to see him. Who else uh, yeah. hit the ball or did well offensively? You know, I don't think anybody really stood out, unfortunately, this weekend. Uh, it was kind of hit or miss. Uh, you know, Court had a first great collegiate start on Saturday, provided some energy behind the plate. Um, you know, but, you know, our, our guys, you know, I, I know McKenzie had a pretty good opening night, um, you know, had a, had a tough one y- uh, yesterday. So I think that's the key. We just didn't have consistency through the lineup. And it just um, kind of showed some older guys that know what they're doing. That, that's why – it's not real great losing the first three, but when you have some guys that have proven track record in your lineup, it's hard to really get too down knowing that, you know, eventually the back of the baseball card will look the same when it's all said and done. It just kind of looked bad for one weekend. Yeah. How about uh, the week ahead? Houston Baptist coming in tomorrow night for a single game and then three more home games this weekend with the Duke Blue Devils. Yeah, it's it. That, that's the great thing about baseball. We come right back out here and, and try it again. And you know, we have four games every week. You can't just you don't have to wait a week like uh, football. You know, if you're upset, you got to wait a whole week. Now we get to come back out, try it again, learn from our mistakes. Uh, you know, next weekend Duke is a really good team as well. This is a really imposing first three weeks that Coach Rod put together for us. Um, so we're, we're going to learn a lot about our team. And it may not be the greatest first three weeks, but when you played this kind of competition, you're, you're going to end up getting better in the long run, and that's that's the goal. So Duke this weekend, then the next weekend you go to Houston, right? The uh, Shriners Hospitals for Children Classic. That, that'll that be tough down there. That'll be tough. Three ranked teams, UCLA, Tennessee, and uh, LSU. So, you know, we've got our hands full for the first three weekends. But, as you know, the conference is really tough, too. So it's just we're trying to prepare ourselves from the conference. And if we have to get beat up a little bit to make us better once we get in the conference, you know, that, that's what's going to happen. But we'll get better from it. For I sure. got you. What, how do you all work uh, your, your regular schedule? If you play Saturday sun, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you play again on Tuesday, do you take today as a day off? Or do you practice today and maybe take Wednesday as a day off? No, we don't. We don't like to take a day off before a game, so we're going to practice here at about four fifteen. We'll take Wednesday off, okay. give the guys kind of a break, and then uh, come back and practice Thursday, play Friday. Uh, next week we play at Rice you. on Wednesday, so we will take Monday off. But just try to avoid gotcha. taking a day off before a game if possible. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, great. Uh, pretty good weather, wasn't it for um, you know for early February? You never know what you're going to get, but it wasn't bad this past weekend. Well, that's what I've learned about Central Texas weather. You never know. Um, enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. Or if you hate it, don't worry, because tomorrow will be different. Sunday was wonderful. Uh, Friday was really cold. And I think the yeah. forecast, I think tomorrow night will be in the 80s. Next Friday, it'll be in the 30s. So, you know, as a pitching coach, I like the cold weather with the north winds blowing in it at Baylor Ballpark. I'm okay with that. I will freeze to have the wind blowing in. That's fine with me. <laughs> You'll take that trade off, right? You freeze to have that wind blowing in. I, I I've got a coat, Very, I've got gloves. I'll I'll bundle up. 
<laughs> Very good. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Thanks. It's great to visit with you, and uh, I'll see you out there tomorrow night. Of course, JMO. Good talking to you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. John Strauss, Baylor pitching coach. Baylor uh, off to an 0-3 start, dropped three to Maryland. But, uh, you know, time to dwell on that with uh, HBU coming in tomorrow night, 6.30 first pitch tomorrow evening. It'll be here on ESPN Central Texas. Then Duke coming in over the weekend. Coach Strauss, Aaron, saying that Duke is a really good program. So this is a tough opening stretch. You know, if you play Maryland and drop all three of those, and he's talking about how good Duke is, and then that Shriners Classic in Houston the next weekend, that is a uh, tough first three weeks of the season. Yeah, it's pretty pretty brutal, actually. But, you know, it I mean, is. It, it's, it's kind of the same way that Coach Drew and Coach Collins schedule their non-conference. You've got to play tough teams to get ready for the Big 12 because it's so good. Yeah, and, and that's what he said. That's exactly what he said was uh, league is going to be really good. Texas uh, right now ranked the number one team in the nation, but overall the Big 12 is going to be good. So these non-conference games and the non-conference schedule designed to get you ready for that. So that uh, uh, is underway with the opening weekend underway for Baylor baseball. Appreciate Coach Strauss being on with us. Let's take a break when we come back. We'll go back indoors. Let's check in, uh, in fact, over on campus in Gallagher-Iba Arena, where John Holcomb will join us, the color analyst for Oklahoma State. We'll visit with him when we come back. And we are uh, actually staying on campus. It's a hotel here called the Atherton Hotel. Aaron, it is really neat. It's, uh, it's on campus. It is a building that opened in 1950 as the Union Club. It was the student union um, building, I guess, for Oklahoma State when it first opened, but it has been uh, renovated, and it is really, really nice. Uh, we understand that Oklahoma State football uses this hotel on Friday nights, you know, before home games, and a lot of visiting teams stay here. We haven't, we haven't stayed here before, uh, but it is the Atherton Hotel uh, on campus at Oklahoma State, so as such, uh, I got to walk around on campus today, this morning, nice walk this morning, and uh, really haven't, I don't think I've ever done that, or it's been a long time, because usually the hotel we stay at here is is not close to campus. I mean, I've been to the athletic facilities, Boone Pickens Stadium and Gallagher-Iba Arena and, uh, and the baseball park a lot of times, but never really walked around on campus, but it is really, really nice, and a lot of similarities to Baylor. Uh, next time I see the Livingstones, I'm going to ask them if they agree with that. But uh, I, I just think some uh, real similarities to Baylor's campus. Really nice and fun to be able to be close and uh, be able to walk around on campus today. So we'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll check in with John Holcomb, the color analyst for Oklahoma State. Bears and Cowboys tonight, Big Monday. It's on ESPN Television, 8 p.m. tip-off tonight. The broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas beginning at 7.30 here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics ESPN Central Texas. Take a break and be back with John after this. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas. Baylor baseball all season long here on the home of the Bears ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Tuesday evening at Baylor Ballpark hosting Houston Baptist. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Bear Baseball Tuesday. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. 
John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. America is at a crossroad, and Texans have answers. The Democratic Party defames law enforcement and defunds police, and that's created a nationwide crime crisis. Right now is the time to stand against the Biden-Pelosi tyrannical agenda. They're crushing the rule of law and the Second Amendment. Hello, I'm Congressman Pete Sessions representing the 17th Congressional District of Texas. I will be on your ballot this March 1st as your conservative Republican congressman. I'm a lifetime member of the National Rifle Association and won their endorsement, along with the Texas State Rifle Association. With your help, the Republican Party will regain the majority in Congress and reclaim the rule of law. I'm Pete Sessions, and I approve this message. Political advertisement paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. NBA All-Star game yesterday saw Team LeBron beat Team Durant 163-160. to Steph Curry was the game's MVP. Major League Baseball has delayed the start of spring training to at least March the 5th. The two sides are meeting in person today. The Rangers, with a good sign, sent the front office to Arizona yesterday. Number 7 Baylor women run the win streak to 7, beating TCU 78-59. to The Bears will have two road games this week starting Wednesday at Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. Baylor baseball got swept by Maryland over the weekend. The Bears will host Houston Baptist tomorrow. Big Monday tonight has Baylor at Oklahoma State. Tip is at 8 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Also in the Big 12, West Virginia is at TCU with a 6 o'clock tip off tonight. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Rebound tap taken by Rondell Walker. Four seconds down the board of Thompson for the slam. 61-54 Cowboys. Baylor inbounds. The game ends. 
in the most improbable of circumstances, Oklahoma State has done something a Cowboy basketball team has never done before. The Cowboys playing their third road game in five days have beaten the number one ranked team in the AP poll on the road. It's never been done before. Iron Privates for the Cowboys. What a victory. Unbelievable. 61-54 over the Baylor Bears. Incredible performance. Now, back to the voice of the national championship Baylor Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show, live from Stillwater. Highlight cut courtesy of the Cowboys Sports Network from Learfield. That was back on January 15th. Cowboys came into the Farrell Center and knocked off Baylor. Uh, I think something that had never been done before, at least in that respect, winning over the Bears ranked number one in the nation, the Cowboys winning on the road. And uh, now the rematch comes up tonight here in Gallagher-Iba Arena, uh, Baylor and Oklahoma State on Big Monday on ESPN. Let's go over to the arena and welcome in John Holcomb, the longtime color analyst for Oklahoma State. And John, nice enough to step away from the team's pregame shoot-around to visit with us. And we appreciate that. How you doing this afternoon? Well, I'm going through something that I normally go through, John, on uh, a midweek or weekday game, and that is circle the parking lots outside the arena looking for a closer <laughs> spot than they actually put us with the media parking. <laughs> and I'm not having much success <laughs> right now. Oh, man. You don't have your own personal parking spot? There's not the John Holcomb no. spot right outside the arena? No, I, that, you're confusing me with Dave. I mean, Hunziker's got the all-access-anywhere yeah, pass. Yeah, well, I thought I would think you would, too, so... All right, well, thanks for uh, messing with us while you're looking for a parking spot. We are staying at the Atherton, which is really nice, by the way. Just come park over here, and uh, we can walk to the game. I mean, it's it's really close. Yeah, see, that's nice. And, it, you know, the shame, the only shame of this is, because I'm looking forward to seeing you, but, you know, the, you. The, you're missing out by this not being a Wednesday game. You know, you could have hung out, you and Pat could have hung out for Wine and Cheese Wednesdays at the Atherton in the lobby with Larry Reese, the uh, oh. PA voice of the oh. company. So he could he could make you, really? he could, I have no idea if that's actually a thing, but it sure sounds like it should be. <laughs> it really should be. We might stay over. I'll, I'll talk to Larry and see if that's going to happen Wednesday, and we'll just <laughs> well, stay over until Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, if you're here Wednesday, you may not get back until about Friday based on the forecast. So you, you might oh. get out of here. I know. I've seen. I've seen that. Isn't that unbelievable? So what is it today? Seventy-five today, and what is it? Snow and ice coming in by Wednesday. Yep, Wednesday and then Thursday, and uh, we all just kind of hope for a quick thaw on Friday. Oh, unbelievable! Wow. Well, uh, let's see. We've touched on uh, wine and cheese. We've touched on parking issues. We've touched on the weather. Let's talk some basketball now. And uh, we heard the cut from you and Dave, mostly Dave, into the game uh, when you guys won in Waco. You know, what I remember thinking back on that game was going into the game, you, you guys were on the end of uh, three games in five days, 3,000-mile road trip, and I thought they've got to be worn out, you know, and, and Baylor should have an advantage playing them, but lo and behold, uh, Cowboys found a way to win that game. You, 
know, you, you and Dave and I all thought the same thing. In fact, I'll let you in on a little story. On the way from the hotel to the arena that day, Dave and I are in the car, and we have one of our young student managers who likes to get over extra early. You know, he's going to be a success in life because he wants to be ultra prepared. <laughs> so Brady um, <laughs> one, asked if he could ride with us, and so we said, sure. So this, so he kind of made it a habit. Well, in this, this case, he gets in, and we start out of the parking lot, and he says, well, guys, he goes, what do you think about today? And Dave and I both launch into separately our voice of experience and reason and all of that. This is why it's going to be almost impossible to win here today. Uh, third game in five days, you haven't had any success, and Baylor just gotten beaten at home earlier in the week and is probably angry and frothing at the mouth. And he, all of this stuff, and we kind of stop, and then Dave asked Brady, he said, well, what do you think? And Brady says, well, you know, I'm I'm usually a pretty optimistic guy. I've actually got a pretty good feeling about this one. So there's about five or six seconds of silence right after that as we're kind of processing Brady's unbridled optimism. And I, and I just said, well, you know, the right. wonderful thing about college basketball, Brady, is that anything can happen. And that's kind of where we left it. Hmm. And But to mm-hmm. see it play out the way that it did, I, I'm still shocked at a lot of it. And uh, – it's really become one of the signature moments in a season full of ups and downs. That's a great story. The question now is, uh, does Brady, uh, do you make Brady ride with you to every game now? Are you superstitious <laughs> in that way? <laughs> well, there's, you know, there's been a couple of those that, you know, how travel can go on the road sometimes. Most of the time you like to go with a team, but sometimes you don't. And it's probably on me because I drove to Lawrence last week, so Brady didn't ride over with us. And in the previous time when we were in Manhattan, I did travel with the team, but we didn't have a car. We had to get a ride over there, and and he didn't go with us then either. So we got to get that figured out for Ames and also for for Norman, I guess, Saturday. Norman, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd make sure he was uh, sitting in the same seat and riding with you (laughs) that he did that day (laughs) when you guys won in Waco. Well, that was a great win. It really was. Um, tell me about, uh, the team seems like, man, it just seems like coach Boynton has done a great job this year of getting the team to play hard, play their best every game. You're coming off an overtime win over Kansas state, uh, despite the fact that you don't have that carrot of the, uh, postseason, uh, in big 12 tournament or NCAA tournament at the end of the year. Yeah, they would have, uh, they would have mailed it in a lot earlier if they, if they really didn't care. And if he wasn't really getting through to them and they weren't respecting what he wants, what the staff wants and, and didn't have, you know, a ton of personal pride and just want to chalk it up to woe is us. Oh, well, let's just play out the string. Um, almost like a, Oh, I don't know. Our early 80s Sacramento Kings season. It's probably what it would have been like, yeah. but the, uh, the, you know, the, he's gotten on them a little bit more at certain times as the season has gone on, like late January, early February, right before the trip to Manhattan, he wasn't happy with the level of intensity and some of the things that you normally can control in a game. The game prior to the game at Kansas State, and you know, all of a sudden it became, we're going to go out, we're going to go early mornings for a couple of days, and this is coming off a Saturday game. Mm. You have Sunday off. 
and then you were played at Kansas State on Wednesday, and they went early morning, Monday and Tuesday prior to that. And you could say, well, maybe you're taking a risk with that next game if you're just trying to win every one of them like you normally do. But it was almost like he was he was really sending a message right before then to help set the tone for the rest of the run. And you you played well, but you gave up Nigel Pack's three at the end of that game to, to lose that one. But, but it really set the tone for the way they played against Oklahoma in Bedlam here in Stillwater that next Saturday. And it's pretty much maintained itself the, the, because there are only so many things you can control in basketball, as you well know, effort and intensity and, you know, staying locked in mentally. Those are things that typically you can, you can control. You can't control the whistle. You can't control whether the ball goes in the basket a lot of times. But, you know, if, if, you're, if you're in charge as much as you can be of, of what you can control, then, I mean, you live with some of the other stuff. And for the most part, they've done a good job. But it, it's, it's been more of a of roller coaster season, even within games, than I've ever experienced in, in the time that I've been doing these games. And you, you would think at some point, when it's that much that way, that guys are going to look down the road and go, eh, it just wasn't our year. You know, but they really haven't done that. That's really impressive. I mean, uh, you give Coach Boynton a lot of credit and the staff and, and your guys, too, you know, for staying uh, dialed in and playing hard and being very, very, I mean, more than competitive. Uh, you're 6-8 and eight in the league. You're 5-2 and two at home in conference games. So playing really, really well. What about uh, what about the fans? The crowds have they have they been good? Have they been supportive uh, here at home? They have for the most part. They really have, and it's uh, it's been good to see. You know, especially Bedlam. Obviously, you're always going to get a, a good crowd for that, regardless of how your season's going. And then you know, Saturday they were they were really good again. Two days ago. It, it was almost surprising at times, especially when it came off of a couple of losses. Like you lost early in non-conference to Oakland, and you barely beat Cleveland State, and you kind of thought, "Wow, this is this is going to be this is this is going to be kind of rough." You're going to have to manufacture your own momentum, even even at home, which is so difficult when you get to conference play anyway. And they responded. I mean, the students have been pretty good, and then when you're pretty much guaranteed you may see if if you're not just going to blow someone out, you're going to see a game that's going to go to the wire. Well, then you've kind of not hurt yourself in fan support department either because they're in for a good time, and it's not going to be done. It's like a good movie. It's not going to be done until the final seconds. Yeah, yeah. John Holcomb, our guest, uh, OSU color analyst, big-time TV anchor from Tulsa also. And uh, which brings to mind uh, the fighting Paul Mills of ORU. Um, what did you think about the end of that game the other day, ORU in North Dakota State? You know, uh, for, for those who aren't aware, it was, uh, it's become the thing now, an altercation in the handshake line after the game. And, uh, I, listen, I'm, I'm in the firm camp of don't do away with postgame handshakes just grow up and be better mm-hmm. as a general rule uh, because I don't know how we've gotten to this point, but we've what, been shaking hands after games for how long now since they right, actually right, forever. I mean, for, yeah. for decades. I mean, uh, what's, what's changed other than social media has allowed some people to get more angry than they should be. But in, in, in that case, 
you know, it's it's a hotly contested game. It was close about midway through the second half, and then North Dakota State pulled away. And, and there's been – I don't know if you can call it bad blood between the two, but there's always you – know, you know that it's going to be a physical game with the Bison. And, you know, Dave Richmond is uh, – he's not going to back down from anybody, the head coach there. And, and Paul's not going to back down from anybody either, it, it, even though sometimes that's hard to recognize with some of his post-game comments because I think Paul gets so caught up in um, – what's going on in the game that if you catch him at the right time, he's got great personality and he gives you some great sound bites. And at other times it's almost like he's reliving the game in his head while he's answering a question. So something was said and what the way it was described to me, as you got the reaction on social media, it was one of the guys that, that works with me, Jonathan Husky said, I didn't realize there were four North Dakota state fan accounts even existing on social media, but they were all coming out, you know, how they can all pile up on everything. And then you kind of, then you go, uh, well, who, because then it, then it gets into the very, very tribal part of it where one is calling the other's coach a real jerk. And maybe that's really not the case, you know, and uh, I'm not sure I can fit in here. I'd like to try. Nope. That was going to be a front row seat there. Uh, anyway, so uh, come on, you know, man. Paul immediately apologizes. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a big jeep that, that I'm going to kind of hem in there, and I I don't I'm not going to win that battle. But you know, Paul apologizes immediately afterward, and the league fined him and fined Richmond each five thousand dollars, and then half game suspensions for two players on each team. And you know what the funny thing about that was? That was the first game on their road trip. So then they go to North Dakota on Saturday. And they beat North Dakota by 14 or so. And NDSU loses at home to Kansas City. So all of that battle for second place in the league, it's almost like that whole thing didn't matter because ORU's back in second yeah. place after all of that. It's a wash. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, when I see you tonight, remind me to tell you a Paul Mills story from a trip we had way back to Missouri, Okay. Okay. So I'll, let, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that off that. the air when we come back. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing bad, but I, it's not worth rehashing here on the air, but I'll tell you a little bit later. Hey, uh, you have been a gentleman and a scholar talking to us while you're trying to find a parking place, and we appreciate it. And uh, I will see you over at the arena here in just a little bit, but thanks for being on with us. Well, sure, John. Thanks for watching the Oklahoma Ford Sports Blitz last night. At, at least now I know oh, that one person was watching while we stayed up last night. <laughs> I was with you, and it was great to see. I got the Oklahoma City version of that. Now, is there a Tulsa version of that where you're actually uh, uh, on set and Dean is in a monitor? <laughs> No, that's the, that's the way it goes. That's just the way it goes. I know. You're a, you're a TV veteran, and you, you know that, listen, you can only do so much in local TV, and if you stick me in a monitor, yeah. it's probably an improvement anyway. Oh, no. That was a great show. Y'all did a great job. I was uh, telling David Kay about what a good show it was last night. Hey, man, thanks. You're very busy, and uh, you need a parking spot, but uh, thanks for your time. We'll see you in a little bit. Thanks, John. Always good to talk to you. All right. All right, man, thanks. That is uh, John Holcomb, longtime color analyst for Oklahoma State. Like I said, big-time uh, TV sports anchor at KOTV in Tulsa and makes that drive from Tulsa to Stillwater quite a bit. 
And uh, gosh, you would think they would uh, have a, a, a marked parking spot for John as much as he comes here, as much as he contributes to uh, Oklahoma State. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Final segment. Look ahead. Wrap things up. Share some birthdays with you all when we come back. Baylor and Oklahoma State tonight on the air at 7.30, tip-off at 8. A change in the Baylor baseball schedule just uh, announced. We'll share that with you as well. More when we come back from the Alan Samuel Studios and live from Stillwater, John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women travel to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State on Wednesday. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off Wednesday for the Bears and the Cowgirls. This season, join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with case construction equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain, and the waving wheat can sure smell sweet when the wind comes right behind the rain. Oh, the 
Oklahoma every night, my honey lamb and I sit alone and talk and watch a hawk making lazy Back with us from Stillwater, Oklahoma. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show, final segment, and uh, we'll wrap things up, hand things off to Matt Mosley coming up next. Aaron, what do you guys have planned between 4 and 6 coming up this afternoon? We will be talking Baylor men's and women's basketball, obviously. We'll talk about uh, also baseball and softball. We'll talk about the uh, Jawan Howard incident that happened yesterday, the Michigan head coach uh, taking a swing at the Wisconsin head coach in the uh, postgame uh, handshake line. There was a, was a well, it almost turned into an ugly situation. It was mainly a bunch of pushing yeah. and, and, and yeah. holding people back, but, I mean, it's just something – there's something that shouldn't happen, so we're, we'll talk about that. Right. Um, plus, we've got some other things lined up that uh, he is uh, that he is still working on. Oh yeah, we'll talk. All right, very with, good. With, so uh, sorry, we'll talk with uh, Brandon Manzer. Uh, Brandon Manzer. Brandon yeah. Man. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Brandon Manzer, the Big Twelve uh, TV analyst uh, ahead of tonight's yeah. game. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma uh, State. Yeah. Very good. All right, so that's coming up between 4 and 6. Keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Remember, game time, weekday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas with Tom, with Ward, with Garrett. Uh, every weekday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. for game time. Uh, a couple of uh, changes, not one, but two changes in the schedule with the impending cold weather. Baylor softball has moved their scheduled game with UT Arlington up from Wednesday to Tuesday so on the air at 545, first pitch at 6 tomorrow for Baylor UTA softball. Make note of that. And then Baylor baseball, we talked with Coach Strauss about their series with Duke coming up this weekend. And the series opener on Friday will now be a 3 p.m. start. Originally a 6.30 start on Friday, but now a 3 p.m. start on Friday. And uh, that is due to the cold weather and uh, just smart to play at 3 p.m., rather than uh, asking fans to come out and play at 6.30. So those are a couple of changes we'll continue to remind you about over the course of the week. But softball moved up a day. They'll play UTA tomorrow instead of Wednesday. And baseball moved up three and a half hours on Friday. They'll play at 3 instead of 6.30 on Friday. Mention some birthdays before we get out of here and hand things off to uh, Mr. Mosley. Today is Craig Harper's birthday. Craig, our radio engineer, for 25 years with Baylor football, and many years before that, worked on the uh, Grant Taft Show back in his his younger days uh, at KWTX TV, and then WFAA TV, and then Below Broadcasting, and now works for Sony. So happy birthday to uh, one of my favorite guys in the world, Craig Harper, today. Also, uh, Kyle Cox's birthday today. Not that Kyle isn't one of my favorite guys. Also, happy birthday to Kyle. Josh Malin's birthday is today, former Baylor football player. Daryl Johnson's birthday today, former Baylor uh, head basketball coach, now scouting for the, I think, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Adam Wexler's birthday, Adam in radio down in Houston. Doyle Shirley's birthday. Doyle worked for us a number of years in uh, Baylor athletics. And Charlie Jackson's birthday is today. Charlie was a teammate of Pat Nunley's. And Charlie was here at the game Saturday, comes quite often, but it's Charlie Jackson's birthday today as well. Mark Osler over in uh, the Baylor Law School, Mark's birthday today as well. So good list there. Aaron, anybody to add to that list? 
Just a couple today. Actor Kelsey Grammer obviously played Frazier on um, Cheers and Frazier. He turns 67 today. Actress Jennifer Love Hewitt turns 43. She is from the Central Texas area. Didn't know if you knew that or not. And director and actor uh, Jordan Peele from he and Peele's uh, sketch comedy show on ESPN and also the director of Get Out. He turns 43 today. Very nice. Some good birthdays and uh, appreciate that. Uh, if we missed you, I apologize. Hopefully we didn't miss anybody. Hey, appreciate Coach John Strauss being on with us today talking Baylor baseball. John Holcomb still circling the campus looking for a parking spot. OSU color analyst being on with us. And Aaron, thank you very much. Couldn't have done it without you. I will see you in the studio tomorrow. And we appreciate appreciate everyone being on with us. Baylor and Oklahoma State tonight on the air at 730. Tip off at 8 here on ESPN Central Texas. Appreciate you listening to uh, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>